0: What's up, everyone? This is John English, host of Bow Ties and Button Ups. And today you're watching episode five, Living in a Foreign Place. And I'm so happy that I'm able to do this today because um, it's something that I've always wondered about. And um, I was lucky enough to have a friend that actually lives overseas, and he's a old, he's a classmate of mine. He, we actually met in kindergarten. Believe it or not, we're still friends. We're still riding out, man, since high school. <laughs> His name is Brian Matusa. What's up, man?
1: Oh, hey. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate no
0: it. No doubt, man. I do appreciate you coming in today. Um, And I uh, appreciate you, man. You know, we go back uh, a long ways. And uh, it was funny because sure. I wanted to actually find the picture, the school pic of uh, where you was in it Um, and Frank and everybody else. And my mom has that picture um, back cool. when we were in elementary school. So, man, we go back a long ways.
1: Is that one of those class pictures? Yes. Old oh, right, oh, right. school. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, I got a couple of those too, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Brian, do me a favor, man. Let um, let's you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, and you know, everything else. Well, we'll oh, be, sure. Before we get into everything, I want everybody to know who you are.
1: Okay, sure. Uh, longtime friend of John. Went to elementary school, junior high school, high school together, and uh, I live in Niigata, Japan, and about. Six years ago, I opened a, a small business. I opened my own English school and I've just been kind of doing that for the past six years and just kind of doing my best to grow my business and, and things like that, you know? So
0: Sweet, it's, been, man. It's,
1: it's, it's definitely been a, a good time. I've, I've learned, feel like I've learned so much.
0: I mean, you would have to it's, it's a complete different, uh, culture and everything, man. Sure. So I know it's all, it's totally, totally different way of living.
1: Right. You know, well, I, I've, had a, I've had a lot of help too from a lot of friends and a lot of, you know, or co-workers and, and things like that. So I I, lear- I feel like I learned a lot and then I was presented with an opportunity. So I took it and then kind of went with it from there.
0: All right. So yeah. what I want to do for the, for the people, I want everybody to see exactly so a little bit of Nagata. All um right. so i'm gonna show this uh, short video guys it's gonna be about two minutes so that way you can get a little taste of Nagata that without being there so i mean in the pandemic right now we're doing we can't travel might as well go ahead and see a little bit about it i'm gonna go ahead and shoot that video for you guys yeah, Just Hold is- on.
1: sure right. today on the show we're talking about japan japan is spectacular best sushi and sake i've ever had beautiful nature architecture art people sounds amazing so which city was your favorite which do you recommend definitely nigada it blew my senses away Oh! fresh sake brewed and ready.
0: It has the best snow, and the food is incredible over there. All right, welcome back, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was a beautiful video, man, and um, I, I only hope one day that I'll be able to experience that as well.
1: Thanks man. Yeah, yeah. Actually that video was made by a, a really good friend of mine. He's, he stars in the video. His name is uh, AJ. So I was really nice. happy that we could we could put that on.
0: Yeah, maybe I can connect with AJ. We'll we'll oh, talk oh, about sure. that. Oh,
1: that'd be but great. um
0: uh I wanted to uh, share with you know just some fun facts that I found out your know, research in Japan before I got on there cuz I like to yeah. always research a little bit about what I'm talking about so that way you know I can bring in some topics but uh okay. It's so a note in here about Japan. Japan is a leader in the automotive and electronic industries. Japan has made significant contributions to science and technology, ranked the second highest country on the Human Development Index in Asia after Singapore. Japan has the world's second highest life expectancy, though it is experiencing a decline in the population. The culture of Japan is very well known around the world, including the art, cuisine, music and popular culture, which encompasses prominent animation and video game industries. Anime. No, oh, all me. <laughs> I love anime, man. I'm a super fan of anime. But um, it's, it's some interesting th- things that, uh, you know, that about that. And uh, I, I want to parking lot that and then come back to it later because there's some things that I want to talk about. But we'll be able to talk about that during the conversation, um, you know, as we go along. Sure. So first I want to open up, man. Um, did you visit Japan before moving there?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I came, well, maybe a few years before I moved here just for a vacation. Just traveled around and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: um, so you just you didn't spend much time. It was more so just a stop and go type of thing.
1: I was about, I think, I spent maybe two weeks. Okay. But I had a really really good time, and I had some friends in Japan before I came here, oh, okay. so I, I kind of went around and visited them, and just kind of had the whole kind of experience kind of thing.
0: Did you um Did you visit Japan uh, while in high school? or A little bit after high school.
1: Uh, no, while I uh, uh I finished university, I was working in a company, right? I took a vacation and, uh, came to Japan.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's how you pretty much met people in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, what compelled you to live in a country that you were unfamiliar with?
1: All right. Yeah. I was working in the, in a laboratory and, uh, I kinda, I worked there for about eight years and I decided like, before I would go to grad school, uh, I need to, you know, do something interesting. <laughs> so I figured, you know, I'll come to Japan, maybe snowboard for a couple of years, and then snowboard. go back to graduate school, and then you know, continue my working American life. But uh-huh. that's not exactly—that's not really what happened.
0: Snowboard. Yeah. So, so I know you brought up a, you know, through our previous conversation about Japan. Tell me what yes. that is. Oh, uh, which the snow. The snow.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, like you could see in the video. Yeah. Niigata is, is called snow country. So there's some places that in one night you'll get like a meter and a half of snow or sorry, maybe five or six, <laughs> five or six feet of snow, you know? So that's the snow. Sometimes it's, it starts falling and it just doesn't stop.
0: Wow. Yeah, I knew it has to look absolutely beautiful because I mean, the structures and when we're talking about culture and the, you know, the, uh, the buildings and everything you have in there as far as art, because the buildings are actual art for the most part. And when you look at it and when you um, you, you dive out to what they do to it, it's interesting because um, I, I'm an artist. I claim that very hard. All oh, time. Right. Right. So um, art is one of the things I look for in structures. I've always been a landscape photographer. That's so it. I always oh, wow. look for interesting structures to take pictures of. And I know Japan has some of the most beautiful ones that you know, along with China and the rest of them, Asia period has some awesome structures that they have. They make not them, definitely. you know, they they have a flow to them. You know, it's not just all clean lines. They actually take advantage of uh, of uh, textures and everything.
1: Right. Actually, in, in the video, uh, one of the places that they showed is called the Northern Culture Museum, mm-hmm. and that's an old, uh, maybe like a Daimyo residence or something like that. So, I've I've been there many times, and actually, I. I worked with the, the museum to, to write information about it in English. Wow. So it's amazing, amazing, beautiful place. Nice. Yeah.
0: Real quick, I want to apologize to those podcast listeners. Um, it'll be on the podcast. The video is on my YouTube and also my Facebook page, Bowtie's and Button Up. So if you are a podcast listener and we're, we're speaking about the video, which I showed earlier, you'll be able to see more of that on the YouTube, uh, the YouTube show in my, you know, in my description. So um going on to the language barrier. Um, what steps did you take to overcome that? And uh, how did you, you know, be able to assimilate into their societies in such a way?
1: Well, when I, when I first got here, I made it a point that I had to spend at least an hour every single day to study. And I think, I think one mistake people make is, you know, you, if you're surrounded by the language all the time and you're hearing it all the time, you think maybe you can kind of like absorb it. But, that that helps but if you really want to improve you really need to, to to study you really need to take the time to learn new vocabulary new grammar and many things like that ah. but in in terms of that like i i haven't studied in a long time so i feel like my japanese has maybe decreased a little bit more than it was before when i was just like you know i have so much i want to learn the, the experience becomes so more rich when you can understand more of what's going on mm-hmm. so I, you know, with working things, I'm I'm kind of so busy that I've lost a lot of that kind of time and motivation. But
0: so, how long have you been over there?
1: Oh, uh, fifteen years.
0: Fifteen years. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I graduated from from uh, university. I worked in the company for eight years in Connecticut, and then, like I said before, I go to grad school or before I kind of go back to school, I wanted to kind of have a an experience, and then you know return, but that's not what happened. So that's, it's, it's all good.
0: So does this, does it seem like um, Nagata or Japan is going to be your final resting spot? (laughs) (laughs)
1: I hope no time soon, John.
0: (laughs) Well, not till no time soon. But but retirement, does retirement look like Japan?
1: Oh yeah, I I think so. This, this is an amazing, amazing, beautiful place. So, uh, you know, you you never know what's going to happen. So, but I would say, I definitely plan to stay here as, okay. you know, as long as it's, it's, it suits me. Okay.
0: So, so pretty much what you're saying is, is, um, just as far as when you move into another country is the most important thing, of course, is going to be communication. So communicating right. with them in that way is, a uh, is something that you would do. Would you tell people to do it before they go or oh, to yeah. just dive into the dive into the, their culture and society and figure it out?
1: Now that I mean, the more you can kind of, kind of learn and, and, you know, before you go uh, is definitely the best way to do it. It makes your experience from the beginning kind of more rich and more kind of interesting.
0: Okay, that's, that's, that's good, definitely good information. You now I have a couple people that asked about, You know, they were interested in moving to another country, um, not so much Japan, but just moving to another country. And right. those experiences that you're sharing, it, it'll be helpful so that way when they do decide, when we reopen the world and they do decide to do that, it'll be something that they can take the steps now to that way, it'll make it a whole lot easier to when, you know, they actually make that move.
1: Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I, on my drives to work, when I was living in Connecticut, I would listen to like, uh, you know, listening tapes and, and kind of speaking tapes. And, and I, I started from there.
0: All right. Yeah, my brother's actually learning um, some languages now. He's like, he said he wants to be proficient in five different languages. So he's that. already got two down. He has uh, Spanish and French, I believe. Okay, okay. So far. so he's learning all that type of stuff, and I was like, "It's it's cool for what he does." I mean, he's able to 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 uptick his pay a little bit because he's you know speaks other languages, so it's pretty cool. Um, not something that I held you know on to, especially when it came to high school, and I was yeah, having no, to man, learn I Spanish. Just yeah, we, when, you know when you know when we had to go and learn like you <laughs> yeah. know that little I don't know what it was it was like a mobile home type of thing over oh, yeah, high yeah. school. You definitely, remember that definitely. thing? And oh, I was yeah, like, no. dude. I was so uninterested in learning right. Spanish but now I regret it because oh, me too. you know there's so many opportunities I could have took, uh, took advantage of throughout my you know working in corporate America and um being yeah. able to, to to do a second language or even a third. So um it's like one of the things where I, I feel like I should have listened. Oh me
1: too. Miss in Miss, high school. Miss Williams class I think it was, right? Right. Miss Williams.
0: As good as you remember that cuz I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you said it, I remember the name. I'm like, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I, 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 and also too, you know, I, I meet so many people from so many different countries in Japan. Right. And uh, one one of my best friends is from is from Cuba that right. I met here. And I just I, you know, he he speaks English really well. But I feel like it would have been nice to be able to connect with him in Spanish too. But that's that's not really how it goes. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. So having to meander through so many different cultural differences, did you ever feel alone and wanted to return to the U.S.?
1: Uh, you know, when I went to university in Connecticut, it was only maybe two hours away from my home by car. So, but in, in my whole life, like, I've never really felt, like, like homesick, you know? Mm-hmm. I always think about, like, this is where I am. So in th- thinking out, outside of, thinking in terms of, like, being someplace else, it never really kind of... I never really had that kind of thought in, in my brain. So yeah, and I've, in terms of homesickness, I i don't think I've ever really had that experience.
0: Okay. I so know a you, lot of people
1: that have though, so, but yeah.
0: Okay. So, so, um so there are other Americans that you met over there in Japan right now? Oh yeah,
1: sure. I, I know have <laughs> friends from all over many, many countries. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, you're you're a very eclectic guy. You know, you collect a lot of different um, nationalities. I've I looked at your Facebook page, and I was like, wow.
1: uh, oh, ah, yeah, yeah. Some some sometimes like the parties like one of my best friends from Sri Lanka, Korea. Obviously, a lot of Japanese best friends and things like that. So when we when we have parties, it's just so many people from so many places just come and and have a good time. Okay, there's a lot of international students and things like that too.
0: So speaking on the culture part of it, what what have you um, taken to the most uh, with within the, the the culture difference? Like what what have you seen where you are just like, oh my gosh, like Japan has the best, blah blah blah.
1: Ah uh, well, in terms of Niigata, Niigata has like amazing sunsets, mm. and you know you know we we grew up on. You don't really think of it this way, but we grew up on an island, right? Right. So. Growing up on an island, being so close to the beach all the time, that's, that's like where I spend my summers. The, the sun sets into the sea and wow. uh, it's a beautiful view. There's, there's, the water is, is amazing and things like that. So recently, I, a couple of years ago, I took up like snorkeling. So I just go out snorkeling with my friends and things like that. It's an amazing, amazing time.
0: Let me tell me a little bit more about that because I'm I've I've done that on vacation snorkeling and you know I'm not the best swimmer or anything but it's like when I look you know I think about snorkeling I think about the reefs and stuff like that. Is it any different than what you got? Do you guys have like coastal reefs and stuff like that as well, or is it more so like open ocean type of snorkeling?
1: What what they're called actually is tetrapods. Okay, (laughs) and tetrapod is. Is a lot of ways to keep the waves from crashing on the shore. But in in the Tetrapods, there's a lot of, like, sea creatures and, you know, beautiful plants and things like that. So, I mean, it's probably nothing to compare to, like, Australia or whatever. But it's still really, really beautiful. Clear water? Yeah, but really, really clear, yeah. Ah,
0: uh. yeah. See, I need to I need to do a little bit more research on Japan, so that way I can get familiar with that. So that way, that could be a stopping point. Yeah, man. You... If, you,
1: if you ever come out here, dude, you got a you got a place to stay as long as you want.
0: Oh man, you know, <laughs> yeah. hey, you'll be the first person I contact. Uh, <laughs> <thanks. laughs> so so uh, moving on, like, how was their society different than ours? What, what what would you say the differences are that you that you that you remember?
1: Well, I I just like to say like you know people are are people, right? So in you know, cultural differences, like a lot of differences with tradition and things like that. But I think when it all boils down to it, especially when you're making friends and you're meeting people, you realize that, that people are just like, are just people. That's sure. that, that's the way that I like to think about it. I, if I kind of think too much about how, you know, my life is different now than it was before, mm-hmm. to me, it it just, it doesn't really kind of, it doesn't really fit into like my kind of thought process, I guess.
0: It'll take away from your experience that you have. Uh,
1: I think it definitely does. I think if, if you're, if you're taking your experience and you're com- comparing it to your experiences before, then in a lot of ways you're just going to see the negatives, you know, right? you're going to miss a lot, a lot, miss out a lot on the, uh, on the, on the positives and things that you should be focusing on.
0: So pretty much going into this, you actually went into this pretty much saying I'm doing, I'm going, this is my life. This is my new yeah. life going over here. Right. And I'm going to live it according to how I am in this moment.
1: Right, right. And I I, I learned that from before I went to, to university, I worked in kind of a corporation. So one, a lot of the people that I work for, one one person especially really kind of impressed on me, like, you know, he would say to me, you know, you should try this. And I would say, no, 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 I can't do that. You know, I I don't have the education. I didn't go to school. I don't have the experience. And he said, you know. What's the worst that could happen? You could at least try, you know, at least right. ask them if, if it's okay if you join this, this department for, for a, a day or something. And so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'll, I'll try, but I know it's not going to work. And of right. course, and it, of course, and it worked. And then, then you're like, that was easy. Like, why didn't I think of this before? You know,
0: hmm. that's a great Go. life lesson when you think about it.
1: Yeah. I, 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 from there, I made it a point. If you want to do something, the least thing, you know, the easiest thing that you could do is at least ask ask someone if you if you can do it or you know make somewhat of an effort and then from there a lot of times it comes a lot easier than you ever imagined that it would hmm. so yeah from 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 there that's i've kind of that really that that really impressed me and from there i kind of just went forward
0: that's that's really humbling man and um yeah. you know i'm going to uh we are about to move into the notes nuts and bolts of this we um okay. we got through the mari- we got through the, the the engagement part now we're going to move <laughs> into the marriage so this is where the deep conversation comes into right now yeah. and um you know i i uh i'm going to ask you what challenges have you personally experienced because of your nationality
1: um because of, hmm. I I wouldn't say so much because of my <coughs> nationality but i mean you know, looking at me, you don't know what country I'm from. Like I could be from Russia or I could be from, you know, Europe, or I could be from maybe even South America or something like that. Right. So but
0: you're not from Japan.
1: Right, right, right. So I don't know when, for example, if I'm on the train mm-hmm. and maybe I'm the only foreign person on the train, but when I'm sitting on the train and I look around, I don't see any, for any, any foreign people, you know, I don't, I don't see any foreign people on the train. So, Yeah. I, I, I try not to kind of think about things in that kind of context, you know? So you haven't,
0: I guess you haven't really come across any type of, uh, I guess prejudice or anything like Uh, that. Hmm. Whether it be in the workplace or
1: Uh, professionally, I've, I've, I've definitely have personally, personally, not, not, not not really so not anything that really kind of stands out in, in my head you know
0: but professionally has everything to do with it personally I yeah. mean, because they don't know you as a person they just know you like you know especially when uh, unless they have some type of experience outside of the, the job right so right. i mean uh i, I always kind of correlate the two because when i was in in you know I can't really relate to what you're going through, but I'm just saying in the workplace, um, there has been challenges I have, b- right? Because of because of whatever, you know. To be honest with you, because of my skin color, um, those challenges were real, right? And I um, mean, it wasn't something that was just made up. I was I was definitely over overqualified because I was at places for years and right, done the right. job. Okay. So see. you know, I, I mean, it was one of those type of things. But you know, as far as what you what you have went through personally, can I don't I know you don't want to. Exp- Found too much information as far as what, what, what you know, what you've encountered. But what, what's something that stood out to you in your professional career?
1: Ah, uh, well, I, I think, in terms of, well, I mean, <laughs> I know you're being careful. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of for a Japanese person. There's a lot of cultural expectations in terms of like how you communicate and how right. you, you know, go through your daily life. And there we go. And I'm, I'm very fortunate that I don't really have being a foreign person I don't really have this nearly the same expectations so in terms of that I have a lot more freedoms in how I interact with people especially Mm -hmm. people who are who theoretically would be a, a much higher kind of you know level than I would be I can kind of communicate with them maybe more more casually than than a Japanese person would be able to so I think that that's that's a positive but at the same time like there's a lot of in terms of business there's a lot of things that are a lot more difficult for me than, you know, maybe getting business loans and many things mm-hmm. like that. Wow. Uh, th- that kind of stuff is is a lot more difficult. Huh. But uh being be, there's, there's a lot of advantages to being a foreign person, of course there's a lot of disadvantages. So if you focus on the advantages and you use that to the to the, you know, to to move forward to get what you want, then the disadvantages kind of to me kind of fade into the background.
0: What are some of those advantages that you, that you were speaking of?
1: Well, I, like I said, like uh, kind of cultural expectations and in, in, for example, where you would fit in, in into the workplace and where you would fit in even to like a, a social kind of setting. I think for a lot of Japanese people, you know, it's in a lot of ways, it's, it's already kind of decided like this is kind of your position in the conversation. This is your position in the interaction and from there it's it's kind of difficult to 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 move up and to be able to express yourself as you as you would like to
0: so so and it's I, almost it's like kind
1: of, it's kind of difficult for me to explain <laughs> but,
0: so it's but almost it's, like it's almost like a, a a second place trophy oh
1: I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a second place trophy, but the expectations are there and then you 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 you, you have no choice but but to meet them and to kind of stay in your position, you know. But I, I feel like for me it's it's I don't really have the same expectations.
0: So uh, of I can, course not. I can,
1: right. So I yeah, can be because kind of I'm, more free in my interactions.
0: Yeah, it's it's um but that's because of where you where you come from. You know what I'm saying? In the US, right, right. you know, we have certain freedoms in, in um in that regard. I mean some 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 of the things we're gonna move into that, but some yeah. of the things, you know, as far as certain people go, they don't have the same uh, they don't have the same opportunities, right. so I mean, but it's almost it's almost very mirror. It kind of mirrors the U.S. in certain type of ways. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you go over there, again, they have their certain there's certain standards that they have as far as their right, culture right. and society goes. So they're going to react to you a little bit differently than they would somebody of their own nationality. Right. And you oh, know what I'm sure. saying? So, so it's a it's it's, it's kind of on the same. Kind of the same thing, but again, we're going to go more in depth into that in a moment.
1: (laughs) In in a lot of ways, you know, I've I've been here a long time, but even so, in a lot, a lot of ways, I'm still treated almost kind of like a guest. And of course, you know, being treated like a guest is is often a very, very good thing. You know what I mean? Yes, it's
0: true. It's it's good. It's good and bad because you're also expected to to leave. (laughs) (laughs) You're a guest in my house. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You can't stay here forever. I mean, that's another way to look at it, but no, I understand I exactly that's, what you're saying. A really Being a guest, point. because you're still there's still hospitality, is still offered to you, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, it's because they don't know you. They don't know if you're living there or unless, you know, you go, you frequent the same establishments every single day. But outside of that, when you frequent certain ones that are rare, then you're treated like a guest because they feel as though you're just a traveler. You're just sure. here for just a, a, you're here for a moment, right. you know what I'm saying? So. You know, and that's that's the one thing that you know I I thought was very interesting when I thought about this because I was saying we go on vacation a lot. We don't look like the same people when we go to those places. So we're treated differently. It's it's filtered. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's all the filth, it's a filtered experience. Oh, right, okay, sure. You know, living somewhere, you have a totally unfiltered experience because you're getting a raw sense of who those people are, you know, outside of your normal day-to-day the US and stuff like that. Because again, we have certain freedoms or we have certain, you know, things that we we do a lot differently. And I mean, this is definitely clear. If you if anybody has traveled, they know there's a complete, they can see that there's a difference. There's a big difference in their society and the way, you know, we go about certain things. You know, it could be economic. It could be, you know, um, so, sometimes they're forced to be pushy in certain ways because certain places I visit, I notice they're very pushy with their sales. Uh. Or whatever right. else, you know what I'm saying? Because it's they're dependent on the economy. So oh, sure, it's um right. it's you're being treated a lot differently. Right. And you can see that. So, but these are things that I know, you know, I'm pretty sure you've experienced over there, um, you know, one time or another, or or you know, however, during your daily, you know, routine.
1: Sure, sure. Definitely. Well, I mean sometimes I like a, on on the train or something like that, like uh The train will be crowded, but this seat on the left of me would be open, and this seat on the right of me would be open, right? You know, maybe I guess maybe somebody doesn't want to sit next to me. But, you know, for me, it's kind of nice because I have more room. But at the same time, you know, you feel kind of like, you know, why don't people want to sit next to me? But a a reason might be just as simple. Maybe they feel like if I ask them a question in English or something like that, they might not be able to give me – they might not be able to help me, right? Mm. So. I mean, if you Apparently. think of it that way, it, it's pro- more than likely not something malicious. It's just that's kind of the, that's just kind of the, the interaction of, of the situation.
0: Hmm. Well, that's a, I mean, that, that's, that's huge because that, that has to deal with perception. Sure, and, sure. And in a lot of ways, that's, that's a reality of, uh, you know, our society over here in the U.S. as well. Perception right. deals in a lot. And that's according to any minority, whatever you are. You know what right, saying saying? Right. We're, we're perceived in certain ways and stuff like that or you know that lack thereof um so this actually opens up a, a great part of the the show here and um you know has this opened your eyes to see how your experience in Japan may relate to the division divisiveness here in the u s
1: oh i I've recently i've I've kind of tried my best to maybe steer clear of like especially like Yahoo news and things like that just yeah. just because like the general way that the news is presented when the news presents itself when they discuss people to me is just, it, it, it just, it just doesn't feel right in my heart. You know, like last, well, one of the reasons why I I changed my webpage from Yahoo to Google is I'm just, I open the page and right in front of me, I see something like, like, it was about like the the COVID-19 vaccine or something. And it said Mm -hmm. something like, like blacks mole, taking the vaccine or something and you know blacks like you're talking about people like why would you that's that's a headline that people are going to read and to me the humanity is just just totally torn from that and it's it's just you know useless worthless clickbait so i was like I'm, I'm done i'm not gonna not gonna let this be kind of put in my head anymore you know <laughs>
0: Um, and and then now now that you bring that up, you're absolutely correct. I actually subscribe to Yahoo News, and it's so frustrating because everything is, uh, you know, all backward. Not really backwards, but it's pushed. The agenda is pushed differently. And um, I'm pretty sure I don't know if you guys get a different type of uh, communication over there in Japan. Is that? I mean, because there's no way for me to actually compare. Whether or not your 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 news is the same as ours, because I've seen some type of stuff like that, but it's communicated differently from the U.S. So it's like, is is your news coming from other Japan sources, or how is that communicated? Like, do you know?
1: Uh, I well, I think I'd like just just first of all, like that kind of communication has been like monetized, like division and hate and things like that. I think the media in a lot of ways is, is uses that to, to, you know, get clicks and to get money. And so how, how it's presented when, how it's presented to me is, is just a total turnover. Some, something bad happens to somebody, you know, you don't call them black, you don't call them white. You, you know, first, you need to describe them as people, right? You know, the victims are, are, are people. They're not, they're not, a, you know, they're not blacks. So
0: (laughs) a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. And it's it's funny, but you know, that's, that's actually the, with the media, the media has done a whole bunch. Um, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a universal thing. And especially over here in the U S when everything is communicated to us, it's, is in that way. It's, it's to cause some type of emotion. But right. that's that's the intent. The intent is to strike some emotion in us sure. to feel a certain way. Right. And you know, um, you living in another country, especially in an Asian company uh, country right now, it's um, it, it's it's actually, you know, there's a lot of tension going on, especially because of COVID and um, you know, oh, right. everything that happened recently in the, in the last couple of years, um, sure. you know, and leading up to last year, whatever it was. You know, I won't even go into whatever that is. I'm not a political guy, so I'm not going to talk about it. But um, I will talk about the ramifications and um, some of the things that happened. Was is the people that you're talking about? The people, um, they're they are Asians. They're being targeted, and something recently happened. And above, right, right. you know, um, I'm scre- I'm scrolling on my thing, and all I see now is uh, you know um, stop the stop Asian hate or something like that. Right, right. And um, you know, I often wonder. You know, again because I'm gonna tie everything in together. Um, but I often wonder how, you know, the news is communicated from over here in the U S because, you know, um, I wasn't going to touch on this. This wasn't even a part of the topic that I was going to ta- talk about, but I'm going to talk about it now since I have the opportunity, but, you know, <laughs> you know, um, you know, with, and I put, first of all, fully support that because I mean everything that they, all the backlash and all the hate that they've gotten since COVID, since COVID started is, is ridiculous. And it's it's highly unfair and it's it's untrue. So um, all that hate that I'm I'm hearing, you have heard all for almost a year and a half now is despicable to me, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't, why are you treating people differently? But then I move into, you know, again, and I'm gonna tie this back to the divisiveness that's happening over here in the U.S. has been happening for centuries, right? So we know that, you know, minorities have been targeted and treated differently in the U.S. for centuries. Right. So so it's almost like, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that our brothers and sisters over there in Asia are seeing our plight as well as minorities and saying, you know, hate is hate. So I'm not going to just speak up because now it's me. Right. I'm going to speak up because now it's a it's a universal thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's people. It's people that that may not necessarily look like me, but it's the same hate that's been embedded in our society over here in the U.S. for centuries. You know what I'm saying so. So now it's like you know. I, I know now I, I, for for what you're probably going through as far as like you know the prejudices I and mean, you may have, have experienced over there in the corporate. It may not be in the personal life because the people that are surrounded you're surrounded by aren't that way, and they're very again they're very eclectic. So they're um, they're very universal and diverse. So they're not going to be thinking like that. But the people right. that are have are in that society and have been in that culture for centuries, you know, they have a different mind frame. Okay. Um, well, I,
1: in, in terms of like responsibility, I, you know, Asian responsibility, you know, black responsibility, things like that. It, it's everybody's responsibility, right?
0: Right. right. You
1: know, I, I think as, as a person, you need to express that this is number one, unacceptable. And, and number two is that the way that, the victims need to be presented is, you know, as actual people. Cause I always feel like, you know, a, you know, a, a, a black victim or something like that, you, you know, you're talking, the news is you're talking about people. So you need to be clear. Like these are people that are victims, you know, right. these aren't, these aren't these, just these words on a screen that are victims. These are actual right. people
0: that happen to be, that happen to be black. That person, right, that, exactly. whatever the victim right. is, just happens to be black.
1: Right and when you, when you when you start from that point then you can kind of connect more with these people than than to me how it how it's presented now on a computer screen
0: that's a part of humanity that's a part of you being human and, right. uh, and, that's, and, that's, that's, and that's how it
1: should, that's how it needs to be presented that's how it needs right. to be explained
0: and it's and that's and it's that specific thing which is i believe is one of the main reasons why you know this this uh, separation or this divisiveness will continue to happen is because we have the media and the way they identify minorities in that way. Because sure. then, you know, it's, it's, it's programmed that, you know, it almost seems like it's it's one of the things like, oh, here goes another black person dying again, like, right. you know what I'm saying, because they didn't listen or whatever it is. Exactly. And um, exactly. It's, it's like, it becomes one of those type of things um, that is going to remain a constant because of the way we're, we're portrayed. and. Sure. You know, um, I know. I don't. I don't. Again, I, I'm. I'm really curious. I'm so curious how how you know the the media is over there in Japan. And I know you said people are people and the media is media, but you know, I, I'm like, is it is it a universal thing? Have you seen a constant? Have you seen something like very similar from Japan to us the way to communicate media as far as that? Not just clickbait's, but more so the the television and everything like that. Is it still all about the the programming and for them to get the audience?
1: Well, I I will say that I, I do my best not to watch television at all. <laughs> American television or Japanese television. But I, I think that in Japan, the minority is so small that like being part of the news is, is more of a rare thing than it is mm. kind of, you know, a, the usual kind of thing, right? But right. you know, the. A lot of times, too, like you feel that you're not being represented as as you think you should be in terms of news and things like that, right? Or so, I mean, I I do my best to kind of try to to kind of steer clear of that kind of communication from from the start. Okay. So.
0: Well, my well, man, I, I applaud you for that. It's so hard. Man. <laughs> no, but, but
1: I I, okay. understand, I understand exactly what you're saying.
0: Yeah, but, it's I mean, so it's
1: for, for me to, to, for me to kind of invest thought and energy and to think about how people perceive me and how I'm being treated that 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 energy can be better used in different ways but I mean mm. but when you know of course if you when you have these obstacles then obviously you need to kind of invest in in them to kind of overcome them but mm. I I think in terms of my own personal life is that I've kind of I'm um, think i'm really good at just kind of navigating kind of around them and not kind of having to, to you know to to ov- necessarily overcome them i just can kind of find ways just to kind of you know keep moving forward in different path or something like that you know what i mean like if if i can't get a business loan or something like that i'll just i'll use my savings or something you know it's, yeah. it's not trying to overcome that obstacle uh it's to me it's just easier to kind of just kind of do my best to work around it but i i understand exactly what you're saying if, if you have a wall in front of you then that needs to be addressed but in terms of my own personal struggle i've been fortunate enough where i've been able to kind of you know go through life and you know my business and a lot of things like that by just kind of finding different ways to to do kind of the same thing
0: that's so, I mean, resourcefulness
1: i mean for me so what i'm saying is like for me to kind of try to relate to you know, the struggles that you have, I, I really can't do it. You so I don't, yeah. I don't really, I'm not going to, going to try to do it. I'm just going to tell you that I have, you know, been fortunate enough not to have to have that kind of, have, have that kind of experience.
0: And yeah, in the U.S., <laughs> that, that's, that's, and I understand because in the right, U.S., right. That's, that's more common than it is anything, but you know, Japan, it's, it's a lot different because you are the minority in Japan. Right, right. So it's um, you know, and that's in that. I guess in that way, I guess it's probably part of the uh, the up the the um, what I say there, the resources that you were offered here in the U.S., you were able to take them over there. So yeah, the mind frame of thinking, because I mean, wh- where we come from, you come from, Am- you were in Amityville. you know, we were very diverse, and uh, the, oh, yeah, the, definitely, the, the majority was, was black. So yeah, you know sure. what I'm but but you were you were in that, so you you were able to you know understand and be a part of that, right? You know, and, and see what and see what we went through. You weren't, you didn't completely again. You didn't, you couldn't relate, but you were able to. um You were identify. You were able oh, to yeah, I, I, I,
1: Of course, I, of course, I could, I could, I could witness it myself, and I, right. You know, I definitely learned a lot from that. Yeah, I mean, uh, being having having an experience like that you know you could learn how other people feel and you can right. relate much better to them than if you didn't have the experience you know
0: which is why you're probably ex- as successful as you are over there or haven't been able you haven't really uh, encountered as many of those experiences that I would you know definitely, one definitely I would would would,
1: right. that one right yeah you were
0: able to emotionally and you know i mean critical thinking too you were able to do all that to to not P- position yourself to not be in that situation. That's that right there is a gift. No, That's I, a know, gift uh, me, <laughs> I know. Believe well,
1: me, it's it's a gift from my childhood, and there's a lot of yeah. things that, that you have in childhood that you don't really appreciate until you get older, and you have things to kind of to kind of contrast contrast and compare it to. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, being right. being a minority, you know, in my in my my school experience from kindergarten through high school, and then going to Japan and, and being a minority to me, to me it's you know, it, it's that, more that's, common. That's, yeah, that's, that's just been my life, you know, it's so your life. To, to think about it, like be on the train and, and to, in my head, to think about, it, Oh my, Oh my God, I'm the only white person on this train. <laughs> that's, you know, what, what is that? H- having that kind of thought process to me would is, is just not, it's just not me, you know?
0: Got it. Yeah. Hey man, you're enriching, you're, you're enriching my, my spirit, you know, in certain oh, ways, thanks, because man. now, you know, because, you know, again, because I, going into this, I'm saying to myself, you know, you're, you're living in another country,
1: Yeah. you
0: know, I mean, seriously, rich in culture, rich in culture and rich in, um, in everything that they have as far as like their, the way they establish their, their whole society and community. I mean, they're, they're, they're established in that way and they're, they're not budging. This is what we have. This is who we are as a people. And we're going to move forward in this way forever. So I mean cuz honestly we don't have a culture here in the US, right? We have multiple cultures. Sure. You know, we um we don't have a culture that's that we can call our own in the US. So over there they do. So I mean they they have their, their traditions are so deeply rooted that once somebody from that from a different culture comes into that, it's like shock it's culture shock because yeah. we don't know how to um we don't know how to assimilate or we don't know how to you know, completely be a part of that. So there's always gonna there's some there's some resistance, right? When I go on vacation, we you know we we try to we we're tourists. First of all, there's nothing we can do about that. We can't we can't look different. <laughs> right yeah. when we're in that situation, there's no possible way we can look different because we don't look the same as everybody else. So you know um when we're going there it's almost like I'm like oh my gosh this is beautiful. Like everything here is so wonderful. Yeah. And you know they're sitting here. I'm pretty sure they're like tourists. We see this every day, <laughs> and these <laughs> guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: oh, for sure, for sure. So, uh, in, in terms of like assimilation, I'd like to think that like uh, not not so much thinking about how I want to kind of assim, uh, assimilate in, into tradition or into any kind of you know cultural or activity or anything like that. But I'd rather just feel like you know I want to be just uh, a part of it. You know, I mean, to, to join in, you know, even as an outsider, that's, that's a, that's a really, that's a really good experience to me.
0: Right. And that's, and that's something that, you know, um, I try to, I, I try to understand or try to implement when I go on vacations and to go to somewhere new, I try to, um, you know, be a part of that, you know, but it's, it's so tough because again, it's almost like you're taking yourself out of it because you're on vacation. So, you know, you're leaving. So you just right. want to see the sights and, uh, and the food and experience that and then leave. But you also want them to accept you for, for being there okay, and, and experiencing their country in that way, in that culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, um, I, I, from the way, from your mind frame, you're, you were deemed for success, for success because you went into it knowing full heartedly that, number one, you were different. Number two, that they're no different than you are. They just speak a different language and they may look different than you. And it's, it's, uh, that right there is, you know, that's a recipe for success because you're no longer saying in your head, I'm different. You know what I'm saying? You're no longer taking yourself out of it. You're including yourself in society, period. Not, not, not Japanese society. You're including yourself in society as a whole, which is what we're, we're not seeing, right? We're not doing that. We're not, we're not, um. We're we're over here in the U.S. where we're still very separate in that mind frame to where we're you know we're culturally different where we whites blacks Asians you know whatever Mexicans and all this other stuff you know where we're, we're seeing that type of culture when the truth is that we're still living in the same society we just look and talk different we speak different right right sure but we're still living in the U.S. society so in order for us to change the mind frame of the U.S. society we need to all understand that we're living in the same society right and and that way when you do that what you're doing is is you're reflecting and saying to yourself okay this person is not different than me they're no different than me
1: right you know what
0: I'm saying so they 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 may they may have darker skin but or lighter skin whatever you know because you know black people do the same thing so it's almost by me they just they just have that but when we start doing that we start changing opportunities we start changing you know um The perception we start changing all of these things when we have the mind frame that you have, and you're teaching me now that about you know society and the the mind frame you should have when you're going into a different one,
1: right? Right. Okay. Sure. Yeah.
0: So I mean, it's all this this all starting to make sense to me now, or helping me out.
1: Uh well, I think if, if you think if you think of people as people first and foremost, and if if you in your thought process, if that's, if that's how you just feel about everybody that you interact with, then, I mean, the rest really doesn't, it it doesn't really, or it shouldn't really, really factor into how you, you know, communicate with your friends and, and just people that you meet, you know, it's, Mm I, I think dividing people into groups like that is it, it, the place that it comes from most is lack of experience interacting with people that are different than you. And as soon as you have those experiences, then all of that just fades away because it's it's your your mind knows that there's no that has no value to group people like this. And when you're when when you learn that, then you don't think like that anymore because you're it actually just you're holding yourself back with that kind of thought process.
0: Brian you just gave me the quote that I'm putting on my website for you. <laughs> that was a quote because nice. if you haven't been to my website, i put quotes on there from the show, oh, from, okay. from my guests. That quote right there is going on the website. And that is, that's, that's a huge thing, man. You just, man, see that? Um, I, I, I'm so glad, <laughs> man, I learned a lot from my guests. Um, and I try to do that because, you know, I do conversation is how you learn about people and you learn about experiences, because we have to understand that we don't all experience things the same. You know, right. even when we, when we, even when we experience it, the perception is different. We may, sure. we may go through it differently. It's the, same, it's the same thing, man. Like it's, it's a universal language, like art. It's a universal language. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We all perceive it differently. We may see something, and uh, it may seem so simple, but somebody else may see that and say, "There's a lot of depth in that." So it's, um, it's, it's, it's so much, man. I, I love these conversations, man. It just, it makes me happy. <laughs> I'm <me> excited. <laughs> well, Seriously, I,
1: you know. You know, I, I think the biggest problem is, is that the way that we communicate now is you know, as, as a world is you're on one side of the computer screen, I'm on the other. And we have no kind of direct physical kind of relationship. You know, We're just communicating through a computer screen. So you're not really experiencing what I'm trying to express and I'm not experiencing what, what you're trying to express. And I think that just causes like animosity really quickly in terms of any kind of communication when you're doing it face to face you could feel the other person's you know emotions about how mm-hmm. they're reacting to what you're saying and you're more much more conscious about what you kind of express and i think you from from that you know base point then you can build the conversation from there interacting at you know emotionally at uh, at the same time along together when you when you're doing it kind of through a, a computer screen you don't have the, the same kind of interaction so i this think that true. you know i can't I don't immediately see how something that I said made you feel uncomfortable and the same thing for you. You don't notice that what you said doesn't really, you know, kind of fit into my thought process. So when two people sit down next to each other and they, they communicate, then that's how, you know, relationships grow. And you know, divisiveness in, in America and things like that. I, th- I think if, if you if you start from that point and communicate like humans were, you know, made to communicate by, you know, face to face conversation, Mm. then you immediately with the person you're talking to, you, you immediately form much more of a relationship than you would communicating in any other way on the phone, through the computer, you know, reading the news and things like that. Face to face communication and, you know, understanding truly what someone's trying to express is, is, is really the only way to kind of move forward. Right in terms, in terms of improving you know everybody's lives,
0: yeah, and I think that's um I think what we have to do is break down those uh those those things that we were taught you know by before us because a lot of that comes into play when we're when we're uh you know through our opinions and our perception you know what I'm saying because of that, you know we weren't introduced we weren't introduced properly to different cultures and everything. And I believe, you know, that's something that we should have, we should be offered that early on in life because when, oh, we, when we do that, you know, then we have a different, you know, perception of other people in that way. But, you know, it, it should become part of a curriculum. And I, I believe wholeheartedly that, you know, when, when we're talking about through elementary school and above, I feel like we should be, you know, given opportunity to travel. And when the world opens up, it should open up, you know, like schools be able to right. travel to other countries or wherever else to see how other people interact and how they live, because sure. then, you know, it opens up um, the, a more human side of you um, that you probably never even knew you had or not, you have, have it but it acknowledged it was there um, oh. because of the, you know, the circumstance or the situation you have at, at home, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, you know, whatever we're taught, but there's more to, to that outside of it. So
1: well, And we we were lucky because we had a really, you know, rich kind of, Cultural experience growing up in school. There there were a lot right. of students came from abroad, a lot of students, mm-hmm. new students from South America, from Jamaica, even right. like exchange students from Sweden and things right. like that. So, so I think if we look at that from our perspective and having our own experiences, then we can't necessarily relate to people who haven't had the same kind of experience. Mm. You know, and and in terms of like relationships, life is about experiences. You know, you Mm -hmm. you meet people and you learn things from them. And then, you know, it it helps you build relationships with other people. So I I think for us, having that opportunity when we were young and now we get older and, you know, it's much, I think we have a much more of a clearer view than people who may have not had kind of the same experiences in terms of just kind of people in general. I agree. You know? and I
0: feel, I feel like you know, but that's you know, um, I guess it's because of the um, the the. Uh, I, I'm how am I, I going to say this? I guess you know Long Island, Long Island being what it was is well, New York period is a melting pot. Right. So you know that's I think that's where the advantage is. The advantage of living in New York is that we get to experience other people. You know what I'm saying? And you know the rest of the nation doesn't so much have that. Sure. Advantage or that opportunity, right? So I think that's where that there's a disconnection. Well, the disconnection
1: also, what, what they learn lo- what they learn about people that they never bef- never met before is what they see on a computer screen,
0: right? That, which is which has, that has nothing to
1: offer. That has nothing to offer. Like you, you, you're just even something presented as a positive can't be kind of expressed as a positive because you don't have any experience of how to relate that in your own kind of mind. Right? You, you've right. never met never met a person. You've never met, you know, maybe pe- these kind of people that you consider to be different than you. So you don't really have a way to kind of, to put that in into your mind in terms of how to, you know, think about it and relate to it.
0: So that's a hundred, man. Hmm. Well, I'm going to move, I'm going to move on to, from that, this, that was actually a, a great portion of the, um, you know, of our show and now I'm moving to what you're doing. Cause this is yeah. huge. So how did you build your business and what challenges did you want? Uh, I think we already went into that, but, um, how did you build your business? Let's talk about that.
1: I was, I was really fortunate. Uh, a friend of mine, he had, he actually had two, two schools and, uh, he, you know, he's focusing on, on the, the one that was, was growing much faster than, than the, than the other one. So he said, you know, uh, we're, we're going to, we're moving out of the school and, you know, do you want, do you want it? I was like, at first I was like, Oh no. (laughs) But then, you know, I thought about it. And then I, I thought about how I could kind of start out slow and kind of, and move forward from there. So I said, I just kind of jumped in with two feet. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then, you know, in the beginning I, we've kind of taken my time to kind of get everything set up the way that I wanted it to. Okay. And then, you know, made a couple good decisions in terms of advertising and things like that. And then the ball just start got rolling and, you know, students and enjoyed themselves invited their friends and their family and things like that. So then from there, you know, it, the bigger it's getting the f- kind of the faster rate it, it, it can grow.
0: So is your is your business yeah. virtual or is it one on one? Um, because I know you're teaching, uh, you know them to speak English, right? Right, right. So uh, it,
1: I, I didn't get into the virtual thing.
0: Okay.
1: I just, ahead. you know, when when things got kind of locked down and things like that, I just I kind of, I closed the school for like maybe a month or two weeks here, a week there, two weeks here, like that, and then uh, because I. I felt like if I started to do things virtual, then it kind of changes the uh it changes kind of the culture of the class you know
0: mm.
1: so you, you're sitting with with people and i I felt as soon as you put it on the internet you're you're removing a lot of like the uh you're kind of changing changing the class in a way that you might not be able to kind of change it back the way that you had it before you know
0: mm.
1: so I, I did my best did my best to avoid that.
0: So you're so the the difference the difference and this is a huge difference I'm going to say the difference between your school and 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 some of the others is because you focus on the hum the human aspect the 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 uh the the connection the human connection right more right. so than you know having an a convenient option
1: definitely definitely okay. I for 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 kids I didn't want. Hmm. I feel like you know seeing me on a computer screen. I feel like I was just be like just over them, just kind of like talking to them, right? right? Not enjoying something together with them, but just being like the guy on the computer screen who's kind of in charge and telling you, you know, what to study and what to think,
0: right? Yeah. Okay. Man, that's and that that right there it tells me a lot about who you are personally. I mean, especially when you know you're learning some things because you're you're more you're more focused on the human aspect of life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and not not so much, you know, the advancement of your career or, or you know, the money aspect. You're, you're oh. focused on the enrichment of, you know, community, which is what you're doing. You're, what you're doing is, is you're building a community. Well, I think,
1: that, in terms so, of building a business, I, I think you have, you have the image in your head, right? Right. And then as you move forward from there, then everything else kind of falls into place you know, building relationships, you know, making more money, things like that.
0: Mm -hmm. And that will come. Right. If you're, if you do it the right way, if you're actually a people person and you invest in people, your business, your business will expand. Uh, It may not be instant, but it will expand because they're going to trust who you are as a person.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So tell me a little bit about any plans for your business to expand into other opportunities. Did you think about what else you wanted to, to add to your curriculum?
1: Uh, I definitely have um, one one of the things that i've I've gotten more into is kind of more, more like almost like a kind of like a consulting kind of aspect in terms of how products and things should be advertised to especially to English speakers English speakers in and to uh, kind of foreign countries
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's Re- recently, that I've been doing a lot more of that than uh, than I have before.
0: Nice. Well, man, I'm definitely excited to see what what you do in the future, especially when it comes to you know Japan and and bringing some new things, and opportunities to them. That's
1: I do. I do have a lot of other ideas, but
0: don't want to share I'm, them right I'm, now.
1: I'm not ready to bust them out right no, now. No, <laughs> no, I
0: would I wouldn't either. You don't want anybody snatching <laughs> up your idea, man. <laughs> not good business. Now that's not good business. But, uh,
1: almost all of my Almost all of my like best friends and peers that I hang out with have you know businesses that are much bigger bigger than I you know.
0: Listen, that's and that I don't want you to ever get into that type of uh you know mind frame. Your business is huge. Your business is huge. Oh, yeah. Um, your business is huge because you know it may not be on the scale, but as far as what you have um and what you're doing for people. That to me speaks oh, volumes. I'm crazy. um I'm not I'm not somebody that can congratulate somebody for having a million dollars. I'm not I'm not that person. You know, sure. and, and anybody that knows me, no, I don't care how much money you make. You could right. tell me how much money you plan to make, how much money you're going to make, how much you have. I could care less. I don't care. Right. You know how you treat people and what you're doing for the enrichment or the advancement of society. That's huge to me. What is sure. it that you're doing for people in your community? Right. What is it? What is it What you're doing? Listen, I, I you know I kick myself all the time about my show and not having not as many subscribers and viewers. And uh, you know, I've uh one of the, somebody said to me last year when I was going through it, and she she said Koresha is her name, and she was like, she inboxed me. She said, I need to stop that, like stop because the right people are gonna hear your message oh, and, sure. and you're not doing it for anything else other than the advancement of the community. What, What is your message? And right. I thought about that, and I said, you know what, I started this for the message not for anything else other than that you know what right. i'm saying so whatever success comes along with that which i feel as though my success is here it's coming it's here now because i'm doing what i'm doing i'm doing what i said i was exactly doing. exactly, the, so that success is exactly
1: the same way you know th- so, this this is your show this is right. you you're making right. something you're building something and from there if people are attracted to that that's fine right if, and then people won't be attracted to that i mean that's fine too
0: Right. And I'm completely okay with that. So I'm, I'm I'm, like, you know, I don't need that in my life. I just need to know that I'm doing something to help people and right. to, 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 you know, hopefully, you know, help them gain some knowledge, on, you know, that they didn't otherwise know outside of this. So um, that's what my shows are about. And that's what, you know, that's why I said what you're doing is huge. Um, and I respect it because, you know, it's not just a learning center for them to learn English. You're, you're building, like, again, you're building a community. You're building a community of people that are, are looking to learn outside of themselves, outside of their, their, their culture and outside of their traditions and everything that they have. And if they're willing to do that, man, that is beyond anything that you can give. Like you're, right. you're giving them an experience in life and you're giving them an added experience in culture because they already have their own. Right. So now what you're doing is, is you're offering them something else that they don't have. That is Phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and when, you know, and when they're happy to share that together with me, that makes right. me really happy, right? Yes. Because then we're yes. kind of, build, we're building something together.
0: So your students, man, they're, they're, I know they're loving it. I saw somebody that put something on here. They said, you are a nice person. Uh, her name, Um I don't know her name.
1: <laughs> I said But that. she
0: said, because Brian has a very nice personality. Oh, and yeah. you actually have, and you actually have, you do. I mean, right. from what I know of you from through, all through, again, through, Elementary to high school, if we're still if we're still friends, you 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 are are somebody I look up to, man, and we um you know I love your personality and yeah, I, we, those same people that I've had come, come in contact with from you know again uh, I think it was Rashida you know since elementary Sh- uh, Shamika Jerron you yeah, know yeah. um you know again um I think I said Peter Zabo was like my buddy yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know still is. And you know we 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 just need to connect a little bit more. And uh, Frank, so I mean, all these people I still remember from high school. You know, you guys have uh you know left a, a long lasting impression on me. So I look up to you guys, man.
1: That's that's why I think social media is such a good thing. Is the way that we've been able to reconnect with people that were you know you know absent from our lives for such a long period of time, right?
0: Right. Now you you open
1: Facebook and you see what see see what all your friends are doing from high school, like all the times. Right. Pretty amazing.
0: It is, man and it has definitely given me the opportunity to reconnect with you guys and also learn a couple of things from you as well but you know I guess now we're gonna um, you know close it with it what advice would you give others if they wanted to relocate to another country what what do you have
1: well, I, I probably the the best thing that you could do is you know learn as much of the language as you could before you get there because when you do that you know you become more aware of like what's going on around you more than you would just not really understanding it, it not really understanding it, it seems like more kind of like a like just like a surface communication interaction that's mm-hmm. really shallow but when you can communicate with people especially in their own languages then you have more kind of a enriched kind of experience
0: mm. All right. and also
1: you know sa- saving a good bit of money helps too because it gives you more in terms of work options and things like that gives you more, op- more opportunities.
0: Right. That's, I, I couldn't agree more with if, you, man.
1: If, if you come here without a lot of money, then you're going to be kind of, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta take, which is what, what kind of comes your way. But if, if you have more leeway in terms of time and options, then, mm-hmm. you know, that's obviously, obviously be a much better situation.
0: I agree, hundred percent. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I agree with you saying. I hear yeah. you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know until my wife and I say, "You know what? We're leaving this place." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, which I have, man. Last year, last year was that year. I said, "You know what? I hate it here. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with our society?" Man, you know I was like, <laughs> you know that,
1: but a, a lot of things too. Like we're we're kind of from New York, so the way that we think. I didn't really notice it until I went to a different place. And right. even, like, foreign people that, I, that I've met, foreign people that live in Japan, it took me a long time to, to learn, like, my thought process isn't necessarily what somebody else's thought process is that's just from a, you know, speaks the same language, but just from a different place. Right. So, I mean, did you have the same experience when you... Where you live now? When, when you moved, or
0: no? It's uh, you know Go. what I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Thanks, man. Sure.
0: Because man, listen, when I'm, I, you know, I, and this is how I can relate to what you're saying. I guess I can't relate being in a different country, but right. I can relate being in a different situation. Different sure. So you know, growing up in Amityville wasn't um the best for me um right. because uh, I was <clears throat> I didn't grow up with money,
1: right?
0: You know, I didn't grow up with parents that were together. You know, um, my my living, my living circumstances weren't the best when I was growing up. My mom did what she could. Right. So, you know, um, I was often embarrassed to have people come over and stuff like that. And, um, you know, having to go to their house and see how they were living. So, I mean, I did, I I never really communicated this to many people. Um, but this is actually the first time,
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) but
0: you know, um, and then growing up and getting to high school, you know, I was very quiet. I was very quiet. You know that I was very shy and very quiet guy. I didn't really, I wasn't I wasn't the popular guy, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't really necessarily want to be. Right. Um, but you know, it see going up in Amityville after graduating, um, and moving to Florida and then uh-huh. you know getting married, stuff like that, and seeing what it was like and seeing the people, you know, they were different than New Yorkers. You know, we're very loud. We're sure, very loud. Sure. You know, we can we often we often come across very angry sometimes, yeah. you know. We talk with our hands. You know, yeah. you saw me a couple of times during this, I had to stop doing it. So, right. you know, we, we do all those type of things and um you know, going back to New York and uh showing my the first time I went back to New York and I showed my wife my school, and um it was funny because she was like you went to school here? (laughs) I was like, you know, and I was like, yeah, I know it looks like a jail. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it's funny because I asked my mother, I was like, I said, ma, did Amityville High School always look like this? Because again, you know, I'm looking at it from a different lens, right? So when I go back and I see it and I'm like, did Amityville always look like that? Like, did Amityville High School always look like this? And she said, yes. And I was like, damn. Like you know because I'm looking at I'm looking at my circumstances now because you know I'm in a better you know better in a, area you know what I'm saying so so oh, you know right. and I'm looking at the schools and I'm like you know this wasn't how I grew up you know you uh, know I, I don't necessarily I don't I don't I don't mind because I'm glad it taught it taught me being Envyville an taught me a lot It oh, taught me how to you know you know to be aware and you know also to, ex- to be appreciative of people. And of different you know versions, so but but going back and seeing it, it's, it's like damn you know, and I guess that's probably what you probably saw going to Japan and looking back at us and seeing the the, the differences. <laughs> And what we're going through, you know, versus what you're going through. So it's, it's very, it's so funny, man. But, you know, when you look at, when you take yourself out of a circumstance and you move into a different one, you're able to see yourself from a different lens. So oh, I, I, you know, I highly recommend people do that, you know, give yourself in a different experience so that way you can see it and you get, you, you get a different appreciation for life when you do that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, you have something to compare and contrast it to, right? Right. So this, this is the way things are now. This is the way that they were before. And you can kind of think of what's good and what's, what's bad. Whereas before you wouldn't really have that kind of opportunity.
0: Right. Man.
1: But I mean, being from the, being from, you know, growing up how we grew up and and things like that, like, you know, I, 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 I'm learning more and more that I need to. Be more aware that even if someone s- speaks this, you know, English in the same language as me, that they don't necessarily kind of have the same expectations in terms of communication as me, you know, mm. that's kind of, from a personal perspective, that's, that's what I would like to try to work on in the future for myself.
0: Yeah. Which is something I, I actually have. Um, communication has been something that I've always been, I was always able to communicate with people very well. Right. If they um if they talk to me, they know that they know I'm a talker. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I have to number one trust you, and I also need to be able to feel like you're interested in who I am as a sure, person. Sure,
1: sure, definitely. You
0: yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's when I open up and the floodgates come out. I will right. talk for hours, which you know we've already started. <laughs> but yeah. you know <laughs> you're saying, but you know, that was just something that you know I've I've uh started to realize that everyone does not communicate the same as me. So you know, I started to uh, take a couple of. I took this course right before I left the bank um, on communication, and it taught me a wow. lot of things about you know areas of improvement and who you are as a communicator. Like, how do you communicate with people? Are you someone? You know, it's just a whole bunch of different things, areas. Like, are you the the initiative? Are do you are you the bossy one? Well, you know, different terminology that they use, but it's just like when you look at it, you say, what type of characteristics do I have as a person? I
1: see, yeah. sure. like,
0: am I am I that person? That you know, it's very like demanding of someone. You know, when I talk to them, or do I am I a know-it-all? Like, do I always come across as a know-it-all, or am I somebody that listens and then communicates the way that they you feel as though they need? Am I that type of person? Right. Right. So you know, I was able to learn um, some things on that, and I'm I'm still learning, but I I now know what type of person I am. I'm I'm that listening guy. I I listen before I speak. Sure. I'm I'm not I'm not somebody that talks before. They know every like you know. Wait, you should be doing this. Blah blah blah. I'm more of the person that listens, yeah. And then right. I offer what I have.
1: Right, right. So well, that's, I'm, that's that's a, that's a good skill to have with you know doing the podcast and things like that, right? Right. You no, know, I feel I feel like I've just been talking and John has been you know trying to trying to join in. You know what I mean? Really? But, i been no, like, like like gonna... talking
0: too much. I feel like I've <laughs> like... been talking. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, man, I want to, um, I'm going to close this off. Uh, uh, let me just say that stuff out for, just so you guys um, know, I do have a YouTube page as well. I don't know if you're looking at this on YouTube or Facebook. So, you know, feel free to follow me on YouTube, um, you know, getting those views helps. Um, as well as I have a website, bow ties and button ups is everything. So when you guys search, that's everything on there. Um, Thank you so much, Brian. Um, yeah, sure. So much, man. This was like really good information that you shared and also your, your, Perspective on on living over there, man. Because again, um I think a lot of people are interested in some type of ways, form or fashion, on that. um And uh, hopefully, they gain something. Uh, I mean, you're a great guest, and I appreciate you, man.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Thank, thank thanks for having me on. And it yeah. was, it's nice to hear about you too, dude. It's been been a long, long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it has, man. It definitely has. Yeah. But we, you know, we've been on Facebook ever since I got on. So it's yeah, yeah. we're still friends for forever man. Yeah, you're, awesome. you're a re- real good guy, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with yeah. your business. Like seriously, I really am. I would like for you to continue sharing that. And um your your you have a couple of people that I'm interested in connecting with. The guy oh, sure, video, that did the video and also the one oh, yeah. I think you said the nutritionist? Uh, I think we need to connect him. I'm still looking for a nutritionist um to talk about, you know, nutrition and men. Sorry. So um, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but hey guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'm glad for the engagement. We um, look forward to the next one. The next one is coming soon. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take y'all out with the intro, Brian. We're gonna talk on, um, you know, outside of this. So you guys watch my intro. Hey,